everybody, and welcome to Carnival Personnel Sideshow. I am Jacques. Uh, this is Beth. I happen to be Joe for now. <laughs> and uh, we haven't done a sideshow in a while. Uh, heads up. Uh, to both to both Biff and Joe, plan to do a lot more sideshows going forward. Um, I definitely want to have Professor Cook back on before the midterm elections. Um, he's just way too smart to take our phone calls, but apparently he will. So I- I'd love to have him back on. Uh, now that I've kind of fallen back <laughs> into the the open mic stand up world, uh, I've met some people who are like, "Oh, you have a podcast." Love to do it. So, you know, for no other reason than I just want to congratulate the podcast on meeting its Kickstarter Kickstarter stretch goals <laughs> to fund all of these sideshows that we're going to be doing in the future. So much fun. Um, but but we haven't done a sideshow in a while, but we're 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 doing one this week with a friend of both Biff and mine for a very, very long time. Uh our our friend Woody. Um, known better as uh, Woody Loves Coffee, that's L-U-V, who we're going to get into it. Woody's always been a very, very funny guy, but decided about uh, a a couple years ago to be really funny on the social media. So uh, so without without further ado, Woody, say hello to All-Star Tommy. (laughs) All-Star Tommy. By the way, I decided to be funny a long time ago. Wait, it took a while. But thank you for the last three years, because I've actually had the account for 10. Wow. For seven years. Um, so, so, so <laughs> I don't even know where to start, but, but Woody and I played hockey with, you know, along with Biff, all under the uh, godfather, you know, Monsieur Lacroix in, in, in Southern California for a very long time. Um, but truly, Woody, you've always been one of the funnier guys I know. And now, you know, at, 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 you know, at our age, you you get onto the TikToks and the socials, and some of your stuff has quote unquote blown up. You know, the, the the kids even like your stuff. Why did one day you just wake up and say, "Hey, I have all this edit gear. Why don't I start doing After Effects and rope in my neighbor who's an actor and start doing hilarious stuff?" <laughs> Um, kind of like what you said, I just figured I'm too old for social media. This is ridiculous. I want less tech. And, um, I was talking to a friend of mine, Angela, um, and pretty much an exact quote. She said, you know, you are truly one of the most annoying people I know in real life, but I think you'd be really funny on Twitter. So she doesn't met, hasn't met Jacques yet. And is that what, 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 so, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. To be fair, to be fair, she also said that Woody would be good on Twitter. So there's kind of the dividing line. So. And, and Woody is, so we're going to go, we're going to go platform by platform. But I think my favorite platform that, uh, that you, you start, you've been on Twitter. Tell the world about your, your one man vendetta against the fine people over at Earthlink. Yeah, I got a couple of, uh, back in 19, I don't know, 96, I think it was, when I, you know, I decided to get on the internet and I didn't want to be on AOL because it wasn't cool. Earthlink was cool for about three minutes. And so I got an Earthlink account and then ended up, I didn't like it. 
I got rid of it in 48 hours. And when I canceled the account, they basically they just refused to cancel my account and they kept charging me month after month after month after month. And I kept calling them back and saying, I'm not using it. You know, you guys, I finally had to cancel my credit card and they got about, I don't know, 200 bucks out of me. Um, they claimed that in order to file an appeal, I had to do it by mail. Um, it was just a huge, huge, uh, I don't know, scam basically, but I found out they're still around and I, I guess they're like, I don't know, they're big in nursing homes or something. So I opened up a, Lord. Uh, a fake Earthlink account, <laughs> but they, they are still around. They're like right down the road from UBIF. They're in Pasadena. Wow. They've got their... their their corporate office is down there. Well, so I know where that um, is, and I can't believe they're not kicked out of it. <laughs> and it is it, in the accounts like <laughs> Earthlink Dial Up PR or something. What what is that account name? Oh my god! You know what? Hang on, I have to actually look it up. I didn't realize that um, Earthlink was also I a gym because that's how you cancel gym memberships. <laughs> right. You have to like prove that the gym doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> or that you don't live near the gym anymore, and that's how because you're basically signing up for a loan. Well, huh? the fun thing is, Joe. Do you know who? Do you know the company behind Earthlink? Uh, is it Planet Fitness? I don't it, know. It, it's worse than Planet Fitness. It's it the Trump Association. Uh, you know, I, am I getting warmer? You, you might. You're getting close, but this organization no. might even be worse. Uh, this is the Church of Scientology. Well, I'll be. I think I have good luck. Good luck quitting the Church of Scientology. Oh well, I'll be. Earthlink is powered by uh, they're powered by your body feet. Yeah, right. Oh, you just unplugged the silly thing. Oh. No, 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 no. It's Earthlink, LOL, and the. They made me actually change my original name, which was just like Earthlink fan, um, because they said they couldn't tell it was a parody because I kept talking about my lightning dial-up speed. <laughs> yeah. Because it's hurting down. their marketing. It, 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 like that account is akin to the Death Star PR account on, on Twitter. It's like, which one of my favorite tweets of all time from the Death Star PR is like, you know, how do you know Alteron didn't spontaneously combust? You weren't there. <laughs> but my favorite, my favorite tweet that that you know Woody has put out under the Earthlink dial-up one is like, okay, guys, which one of you tried to download you know TikTok <laughs> on your computer? You crashed the servers. This oh. reminds me of the Epcot Center account too. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Yeah, Epcot Center has like a big, big fun parody account. But yeah, that's um the, good, good, good for you taking down Earthlink. The fact that you got them to respond to you that that there was a meeting that that a couple people had to talk about it. You get a cease and desist letter. I mean, I you you made them expend more than the two hundred dollars you had given them in billable man hours. So kudos to you, Woody. Take well, a skate around. So I, I think I tried. <laughs> they're uh, they probably used up more than their ten megabytes available on their email <laughs> accounts on this. They probably had to meet in person. Which so which, which one did you get faster? Did you get did, did which one did you get from Earthlink faster? A, a physical letter in the mail or an email from <laughs> Earthlink? Which took longer to go through? <laughs> I found out that they, they they didn't actually accept emails. It was only phone calls and snail mail. And faxes. Holy cow. And I assume it hasn't changed. Well, I remember when you, you, you were telling me about this a while ago when you started the account. 
you called a woman. You're like, look, I canceled this. And, and she was like, well, everybody says that. Prove that you called us and canceled it. <laughs> you know? You're like, how? What? Yeah. <clears throat> she actually, um, she said to me, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people try to do this. <laughs> and I, I said, do what? Like, pretend that they're not using your crappy service. I said, check my usage, check my email, check my data. And she said, we don't have the technical ability to monitor accounts. Oh, my God. Good Lord. I had to spend. And then told me I had to spend the money for a postage stamp. The only accounts we monitor are bank accounts. Right. Oh, man. They got $200 from me. I'm never getting it back, but. Yeah, but that's from 1998 money. Yeah, that's 198 money. But you're right, Joe. By today, yeah, that's like 1300 dollars. Like man. if you had rolled that over into NFTs back then, right? Like today, that's 1300 dollars, and then tomorrow, that's like 1400 dollars. <laughs> right, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get you. Um, no, that 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 account uh, it, it is just great. Now let's get back into you're doing these funny TikToks. You have a, a, a tenant or a friend who's also an actor. And just how did you like wake up saying, I'm going to make it look like I'm smushing this guy with a, a fly swatter and flinging him away. And what, what's some of the, uh, what are some of the tweets or, or TikToks that you put out that you've actually got like some pretty great feedback on? All right. Well, Mike, his name is Mike Rad, R-A-D. And he is, maybe the nicest human being I've ever met in my entire life, but he's kind of scary. Like if you just, you didn't know the guy, you'd think he's scary. And he plays that up all the time. So he developed this character as, as basically the worst guy in the neighborhood, you know, walking along, taking his trash, throwing it at the base of the trash can, you know, that kind of thing. Urinating on my house, you know, stuff like that. So we have a green screen and I had a spatula. And uh, I just got this idea about crushing him with a spatula and flinging him into space. So we did, I don't know, we did about seven or eight of those. And um, I finally had him killing a shark. And then I, I found out he actually felt really bad about it because he even loves sharks. So we haven't done it in a while because I, I, think, he, I, I think he got too in, too in touch with his dark side. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, no, and, and he's a real actor. Like he, Woody sent me a clip. If I can he find it, role in, Buffy, in Buffy. Oh, did he? Well, the, the he, clip. He had an episode of, of, of what's that? No, I was going to say. Go ahead, tell me about he the Buffy. A, he was on a. Yeah, I. You know, he was like a. He played like a sarcastic, like a sarcastic vampire with a heart of gold. <laughs> Wait, is he? And is he Spike? He some entire. Did he have a name? Did yeah, he have I, think ar- that's, I think that's the name. Was he blo- like a frosted blonde like uh, character on? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, I, I remember right. him. Okay. Okay. All right. The, the, the commercial that Woody sent me a while ago, he did an off-track betting commercial for like down in Australia with, with Gene Simmons. Yeah. And it's pretty hysterical. <laughs> Is his name James Marsden? Am I remembering? No, that's, that's, that's somebody different. Oh, okay. But I know who you're yeah, talking about, right. too. Uh, that. Yeah. So so what's the highest like view count you've got on, on one of these, Woody? Oh, I don't know. 
like maybe 5,000. I don't really have that many followers on, on TikTok. It's, I haven't figured out how to crack the algorithm. You know, I gotta yeah, say that's so many zeros, Woody. It's just... <laughs> like coming I... from this podcast, that's, that's a lot of zeros on that. If I respond number. to something, I, I think, I think like four is the most responses I've gotten from a, a tweet that I put out. And one of them is always from my other, my, there's a show account, my account. And I think like, 30 if i get like 30 if i respond to something and i say something funny i'll, I'll reach out to joe i'm like all right i'm an influencer now i made it <laughs> if i put out a tweet i get like a cease and desist i don't <laughs> that's, that's the way it's supposed to work well, the twitter, or whatever the twitter account does a lot the, the twitter account does a lot better i mean I, i've gotten like like hundreds of thousands on that wow but what happens there is like one one celebrity finds you and it's usually John Cryer for some reason. <laughs> okay. I don't know why John Cryer thinks I'm funny. Um, and then it just goes out from there. And if you don't get that help from a, a really big account, you're just kind of tweeting into the wilderness. And it's, I guess it's the same with TikTok, but TikTok's got some insidious algorithm that I cannot figure out. <laughs> like yeah. you, you, you put in, um, if you put in that you're 60, and you get on TikTok at four o'clock in the morning because you can't sleep. It's going to spend a week giving you. If you put down like you're 20 and you get on there at two o'clock in the afternoon, it's going to send you in some completely different direction. So it takes a <laughs> long time uh, to train the algorithm. So uh, when I first got on that, when I was on there, I put down that I was 60 and I got inundated with MAGA stuff over and over and over. <laughs> I had to go back and change my age. Well, you are white the and you are over 40. I would think that it was like scan your face, see gray hair, yeah. and then like send you down like a completely different t- TikTok. But, you know, but to be fair, Woody, unlike Jock, you don't wear a red cap. So, has Tom Selleck tried to buy your house? <laughs> you know. He's not buying your house. <laughs> you got it all wrong. Mortgage. Yeah, mortgage. you're getting money. I'll explain to you later. Go on, Woody. <laughs> Have you have you had any stalkers no, 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 or, 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 or have you tried dancing, Woody? Have you tried dancing on TikTok? Because I hear dancing while doing the uh, I, what is it? The ice bucket challenge is is really the way to break through the algorithm on on, on the TikTok. Ice bucket challenge. <laughs> Look at you! I was trying to think of something old. The guy who started that passed away. That's how old. It is. <laughs> was the water too cold? <laughs> too soon. I brought this down to a dark place. <laughs> Let's go back to the happy oh, zone. You, you've seen me. You've seen me. Uh, you've seen me ice skate, Jacques. Um, you can probably guess how I'd be at dancing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the most coordinated, so no. Uh, no, that 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 was fun. And, and uh, have you have you had any like quote unquote? Do you have any like fans other than me who like everything that you post? Uh, I, I, I have my set of reply guys who some of them like to fact check everything I say. (laughs) The beauty of it is that maybe I've got seven or eight people on there who I actually know in real life. Cause it's not like Facebook. I I don't want people (laughs) like my nephew found me and then he told my sister and I literally had to block my sister because I would, I would, you know, 
tweet something and then she would say, what are you doing? Like, you don't have a brother. Just putting the pin in the bit, like just deflating it, you know? Oh, I get it. The guy who plays first base, <laughs> his <laughs> last name is who? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Classic. Classic right. comedy. So, Jack, you're, you're, you are, Biff, you and Biff are two of like maybe like less than 10 people who actually who I actually, um, and I'm not even sure I know you. But, um, Don't meet yeah, your heroes, Woody. Don't meet your heroes. That's the beauty of it. So I've got, I've got these people out there who, um, I, I've got people who now I feel like I know them, and they're just spread out all over the world. There's people like, for some reason, I'm huge in uh, in India, like in Mumbai. I have like 500 followers in Mumbai. I have no idea why, but I've had people tell me. That if I'm in Mumbai, I have so many places I can stay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know who these people are, but I've gotten to know them over the years. It's kind of cool. You know, like people tell me like, oh, yeah, I had another baby or I got a puppy or whatever. And I'm like, that's great. I'm not even a real person. Do you have like... I don't know if agendas are the right word. Do you have goals? Are you just doing this to do it? Or are you like, hey, it'd be great to get X amount of followers. Hey, it'd be great to put out this much content. Is there any end game or is there any plan? Or are you just, as it goes along, in the middle of the day, you have a funny thought and or and you put it out there? What's your angle, mister? <laughs> All right. Um, so I am a video editor. I edit for a living. And I have taken over social media accounts for a couple of clients. Um, and, you know, it helps when somebody says, hey, do you, do you know what you're doing on social media? Or we'll be promoting a, a, a television show or a product or pitching a show to Netflix. And they want to know, well, just the subject of whatever you have, uh, have a social media following. And then I'm like, real quick, I'll get on to TikTok or Twitter and I'll open up a social media account for them and start pounding it out to get them as many followers as I can before we end up pitching a, a show. Um, so it's it's really helped in my industry to say, yeah, I actually know how to do social media. And it's sort of like like the, the intern and me understand <laughs> social media. <laughs> And that's about it. There's like, there's like nobody else in there because right. everybody is 45. They've got no idea how to do it. They're afraid of it. And then I can come in and say, yeah, 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 I, I, I can, I can get this guy out there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of like a ghost, ghost host yeah. for a, a couple of a couple of other accounts. So you're just putting in your 10,000 hours for like social media, you know, kind of it's, you know, <laughs> you're working out that muscle so that it can pay off in, you know, another aspects of your, well, uh, I mean, it, it actually, yeah, it's, I've made some money doing this because it, it does, it, you, you can get paid for, for promoting somebody's social media, or it's just part of a whole marketing thing where somebody hires me to, to cut promos, cut trailers. I'm also putting in hours on the, on their social media. So um, that's the way the world went. I mean, it's, I'm looking, you guys are doing a podcast. Yeah, but we're not getting paid for it. Things of, uh, People get paid for podcasts. Wait, what's what? happening? What? <laughs> what's going on? My mind is blown. Um, 
Yeah, but then again, there's there's no end game. There's no point. Woody has a point. <laughs> you know, that's not <laughs> when you tell one of your little stories. When you do one of your little podcasts, try to have a point. Right. It makes it so much right. more. Uh, so uh, you know, so 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 Woody, let, let, let's hey, talk Jack, about. You never know when uh, you know when when Billy Ray might call you up and say, "Hey." Uh, you, know, you want to host my podcast, dude? He wouldn't know how. He needs you me. Know, I, I, you, know, I, I, you have no idea how true that is. Uh, you know, it's it's so funny. It is so funny that you say that because every I'm dead serious. I know it's a Godfather quote, but this is the Batman honest truth. Every single time I think I'm out, I get pulled back in. And in the 15 plus years I've been working with this ass clown. Uh, you know, we're frenemies at best. <laughs> we're frenemies at best. And it's so fucked up. How many big people I know in the tech world and these other walks of life will call me and say, hey, can you help me with this thing? And, and I won't bore you guys with it. But as far as Billy Ray goes, I won't hear from him for a year. I mean, he'll have he has managers, agents. He's constantly showing up on this show or that show, you know. Um, riding like Miley's coattail, the la- he was riding Miley's coattail for like four or five years, and then he had that huge, like a gigantic song two years ago. That that Old Town Road probably was as big yep. as Achy Breaky was when that. And I've been to his ranch in Thompson Station, Tennessee. I've seen what one hit song twenty years ago buys you, and it's. Fucking jaw dropping. I bet you he's still paying his Earthlink account you to, this day. to this So I say I'm out. So, I, dude, I think I'm out. It, it's funny. I went down to Tennessee two years ago to do this thing for Armed Forces Entertainment. I didn't even bother to call him, but his brother, who's a really sweet guy, like helped me find some uh, some some videographers in the town. All this stuff. Haven't heard from him. Uh, and, and then, you know, he'll call me, oh, I got a new album. Can I get some anthems? This, that, the other thing. He flaked on the NFL, burned some bridges, burnt bridges with me. Long story short, I think I'm out. And I haven't heard from him in a while. And I still haven't heard from him. But just the other day, just the other day, I get a call. Hi, Jacques. I got your number from from uh, from the Cyrus uh, family. Uh you shot this video with Billy, you know, many years back, and he used Noah as Miley in the video. Do you have that footage? Because Noah is doing a new video. She's on Sony Records and wants to know if she can get that footage from you. Like, like, and, and it was. It's like, I did this. I did this video for Billy Ray. Did really well. I got him an, a three-hour special on Great American Country, a Thanksgiving special. And we shot a few more videos for him. And one of the videos, it was off his album, I Want to Be Your Joe. And it was kind of a watching you grow up, lovish song, father to daughter about Miley as a kid and stuff. And so we did, we used no, we spent a whole day shooting these videos and here it is like 14 years later, 13 years later, out of the blue, I get a call saying, do you have that footage? So Woody, are you enjoying Jacques sideshow right now? Because this is really, <laughs> well, no, he brought up the Billy Ray. Thing <laughs> ah, yeah, that's right. He was ground. Well, zero. Well, yeah. I, I was question- a little. Didn't you come right. to the video I shot with the Billy Ray? The show to that sideshow is I'm, I'm in that video. Right. Oh, okay. 
and, and the I want to be your I Joe. It's online. He's the slide guitar player in the video. Okay. So good. We're bringing it back yeah, to Woody. We're bringing it back to Woody. But when he, first walked, when he first walked back into the room, I thought it was Jennifer Aniston because <laughs> I was behind him. That man has beautiful hair. He really does. And he had, he had like the full Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And then he turned around and I was like, oh my God. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you remember um, I was kind of like, like I was on stage with him, but I kept backing away. That I, tiny, that tiny bar. Like waiting me back, back. Yeah, that tiny bar. Uh, it's I think it's on Lincoln Boulevard in Santa Monica that we shot that. And the other guys in the video, the rest it of the was a country bar in Santa. And the rest of the guys in the band. Uh, you know, one one of the other extras was the A and R rep from the label, our friend Mike Ragonia, who saw, you know, who put the album out, and the other guys in the band were all from who worked on the album, like on the label side. They 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 all worked for like Universal. And the sad thing is, they all knew they were dropping the album. You know, when we shot the video, when I got the call from them, they're like, "Hey." The album, it didn't sell enough to show up on SoundScan. You have to sell 10,000 units to show up on SoundScan. And it didn't do that. But they're like, we're contractually obligated to do a video for him. So we have to, <laughs> so we have to do this video. And I'm like, okay. And it sucks because everybody knew, dude, no matter what this video does, your album's getting shelved. And then that's how, you know, the, and then the video came out great. The video came out great. Um, they wouldn't play it on, on um, CMT because of him and the guy who's head of programming had a falling out 20 years ago. But that's why we got it to number three on Great American Country. So that video that you were in got him that Thanksgiving special. But anyways, every time I think about and now it's like Noah Cyrus as people are calling me. And I'm like, you know, so I. Anyway, so back to Woody and outside of of the social media world, you've blown up. Woody, you, you, I've always been amazed that you haven't done other things in the comedy world because you are one of the funnier guys we know. Like when you tell you tell stories about your dad and you tell stories about your drives back and forth to Phoenix with our the late great Steve Dolly and stuff like that. You're, 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 uh, you're living in Quaker country for many years. Like you've had an absurd Forrest Gump journey to getting to be the TikTok influencer you are now. Why, why, why don't you tell a little people about how you got from point A to point B? Yeah. I sort of grew up in the middle of nowhere and, uh, when you check, you know, I grew up in a Jersey Shore summer resort. So nine months of the year, there was just nobody there. Um, and I became a video editor where nobody needs video editors. Um, and I ended up getting a job in central Pennsylvania at a little TV station called W Hag, W H A G. And I also worked <laughs> in Hagerstown, W J A L, which was W Jesus is Lord. Yeah, Hagerstown, Mary, you know. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, I spent a lot of time I was in Johnstown. Literally recruited by the the Ku Klux Klan in 1986. When I moved into town, they said, "Hey, bro, uh, <laughs> I got surrounded." I, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was not, laughing. It's away from Johnstown. Um, I got surrounded by uh, five guys in white sheets. Approached me to to get me to try to join the Klan. 
when I was there. Um, What'd you say? Really liked the land, the time forgot. And I thought, well, this is interesting. I, uh, I've got to be the I've got to be the first Jew that they've approached to, to join the club. <laughs> hey, we're all uh, circumcised, right, to, guys? To be fair, you were sneaking up on them. <laughs> I didn't actually reveal that I was Jewish. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I said, "All right, if I gotta if I gotta live here and work here at this little TV station, I'm gonna at least find some place where the Klan can't find me." So I crossed over the Pennsylvania uh, border. I found uh, met a Mennonite family. Uh, wait, wait, are, 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 were you the catalyst for the like movie the Witness? Were you the town of Lundgren's. And uh, I rented a, I rented a hundred. I ended up moving in on this Mennonite farm and living there for a couple of years and then working at this, this TV station and then just going back to my farm. Um, did that for, for quite a while and just, you know, worked on my skills and slowly inched my way across the country until uh switch you know i've regretted it's like you had your own witness uh protection program like in this mennonite's family's farm that's hilarious oh uh, i i was actually on a little creep called the conica jig and i found out one night listening to the radio because we couldn't actually get television out on the farm (laughs) that the uh, mansons had broken out uh, squeaky from um like 20 miles away on the same creek (laughs) We're like heading upstream, so I had to I had to actually leave and go get a hotel for a couple of days. Uh, Woody, could you it was, remind it was me? Everything about living out there was was insane. Could you remind me who owned the television station that you worked for? I don't think we lost Woody. No, no, he's like a five second oh. delay. Um, was it there somehow? How did you cross? Okay, so you got well, into the Mennonites, you got into the Klan. I, I, I had some. The Moonies. How did you cross yes. paths with the Moonies? Mr. Mooney? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we had to fight. Well, I finally got to Washington, D.C. We had to farm out work to a post house called Atlantic Video. Um, and I found out that they were owned by the Mooney. It was actually the Reverend Mooney's son uh, was in all the brochures, and I refused to give him any of our money, so I got fired. Um, I actually stood up to the Moonies and got fired. Um, the, uh, the the Scientologists stole my money at Earthlink. Um, so yes, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> the Klan tried to recruit a Jew. <laughs> Have you ever thought about joining the Mormons? The Klan Maybe tried they to were. Recruit a Jew. Go, maybe go to Utah this next time. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It's, I mean, part of growing up without any contacts at all in the industry means you 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 get to move around a little bit and uh, I guess meet some colorful people. So and 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 just um, how did, that, how that's did, what happened? How, and then as far as my dad. Oh yeah, his dad is great. Tell tell everybody a little bit about your dad. He, he's 97. Uh, he's a World War II veteran. He is the world's angriest 97-year-old. Um, people ask me how he's, you know, he's still alive. Like, what's your secret? And people will say, like, oh, well, you know, I've been smoking cigarettes my whole life or drinking or whatever. My dad, it's just pure, it's just pure rage. <laughs> he's he's too angry to let anything get him for, for uh, all the right reasons straight, i might say for all the right reasons your dad's angry he's... oh yeah no it's he's gone after 
he went after a cop when he was 95. And um, fortunately, this cop didn't handcuff him, but he, he did get handcuffed by a cop in his 80s. Um, he's, he's still got quite a temper on him. He's a, he's a really sweet man, but he's just got a switch. Um, <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think that's why we're blessed to still have that with us. Uh, <laughs> a, 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 a true, honest um, to goodness, World War II hero. Yeah. Saw, 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 saw lots of things in the South Pacific. The amazing thing is his dad and, and Woody posted pictures a little while ago, uh, fits into the uniform that he got when he was 17. His parents signed, you know, when, when Pearl Harbor happens, he's one of those 16, 17-year-olds who stepped up and said, yeah, I'm going to go right some wrongs. Sorry, Biff. And uh, and here it is, 80 years later, still fits in his sailor uniform. And I got to say, looks fucking adorable. Yeah. He absolutely looks I, I was adorable. just going to mention that, like, if I mentioned you know, a member of my family who's a World War II hero, um, and this, it's like, well, okay. Like, anyway. Yeah, I know. We, we have talked about this. And my, my dad has literally been attacked by kamikazes. Um, he's, he's, he's talked quite a bit about uh, shooting at them and uh, how they come, like, out of the sun. And I have apologized to Biff about it. Well, no, I mean, co- coincidentally, my, you know, my dad tried to be one. So, yeah, well, my dad tried to be a kamikaze pilot, but he did not. No, you know, really? Yeah. And he was underaged. But at that point, they were taking everybody. But I think basically what happened was that before that he could actually get deployed, the war ended. <laughs> I've heard my dad can beat up your dad, but this is <laughs> weird. Oh, this is this is next level How do bullshit. You try to be a don't even need much flight training. You only know how to take off, right? That's it, you pretty much. Know how to land. Yeah, I, I think though, I don't think he was actually headed for it. He, he, I think he, that's what he wanted to do. But like my dad, like is not a, a very um, physically coordinated guy, so he never. I think he actually didn't really. I mean, you have to have some coordination, I imagine, to actually fly a plane, you know, directionally somewhere, so or something like that. Strangely enough, I don't know the whole story. My younger brother does, so I'll have to ask him the details. What do you mean down goes up? I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense. Well, he couldn't get into the recruiting station because he was pulling on the door that said "push" for twenty minutes. Uh, so what do you? How do? So our our paths finally crossed on the ice. How did you and have you been a lifelong hockey guy? How did you wind up playing? Which is funny. Everybody's story back in the nineties who I met who wound up playing hockey all met through this guy Paul. How did your hockey journey take you to Paul Lagois and, and, and the uh, the inner sanctum of uh, that craziness? All right. First of all, I grew up on an island surrounded by salt water, and we didn't have a nice rink within 45 miles, but I grew up next to a French-Canadian family, so we used to play hockey in the basement. That got me into uh, playing, but, you know, fortunately, I didn't get on skates until I was, like, in my 30s, which I think still shows. Um, I ended up living in Ventura, and then I met Ed Schreier, and then Eddie introduced me uh, to Paul and Paul's like, he's just such a sweet guy. Um, he said, yeah, you, you really are truly awful. Um, <laughs> we got 
room for you on our on our like third line. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have twenty bucks? The prestigious <laughs> third line, yeah. That's how I met Paul. He, he wanted my money. Well, first of all, it, it yes. And then I got there. I found out they only had, they only had two lines. <laughs> which, which I was waiting yeah. to see if Joe picked up on that, but yeah, the, the vaulted third line. But you, you were a goalie, which is worth their weight in gold, especially like you know mid nineties back there. I mean, you know, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than showing up for a pickup game of hockey with one goalie. There's absolutely well, maybe me being on your line. Other than that, there's nothing worse. So anybody who, who you didn't have to be good. You just had to have gear and be willing to stand. You, you know there. what finally got me to stop, stop playing goalie. Jack was, uh, Bob, Bobby Hole jr. Is what oh. got me to stop playing goalie. Um, that, that guy truly is happy Gilmore. Um, he had his father and his brother, Brett shot, but absolutely no idea where it was going. In the first time, have you ever played against Bobby Old Jr.? He, it's a, that's a scary shot. That is a scary shot. Yeah, wound up, and everybody was like Moses and the Israelites. Everybody just spread out, like the like the like the Red Sea, and he wound up. Um, and the thing, it literally went fifteen feet over my head. And I said, "All right, I'm I'm I'm." I'm going to finish this game. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> and um, yeah, I ended up, you know, getting rid of, getting rid of that was it. It was Bobby Holt Jr. He well, was happy Gilmore. My, uh, I, I played against him once and I found I, myself crossing myself in the nets. No, I, <laughs> you know, uh, no, I, you know, I, 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 look, you're a brave man. Anybody who puts on the gear and goes out there, especially in pickup, because nobody knows where their shots going. I mean, I, you know, I have very limited experience playing goal, and it's not something I would recommend to anybody. <laughs> I'm actually more more scared of people running into me these days in the shots because these people don't know what they're doing, and they just wipe out. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, Biff, have you ever heard the story of Jacques playing? Okay, so we got to wrap this <laughs> up. It's time time to go. No, I saw I saw the I saw the uh, the <laughs> the photos, the photo evidence. Oh, go ahead, Woody, tell the story. So we had a uh, we had a um, a level four game, which is you know, like the only league where they actually let you skate with those sleds with the handles. Um, <laughs> so it's a really low level of hockey, but we needed a, we needed a goalie. And I lent uh, Jacques my gear, and he, he's like, I don't know how to play goalie. But he, he got in nets. You had to have a goalie or else we forfeit. And we were, I, 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 it was still the first period. We were maybe 10 minutes into the game, and I hear a commotion behind the net. And Jacques has got a guy on his back turtling screaming Jacques is standing over him with the waffle and he's just pummeling the guy back and forth with the he got into a goalie fight in 10 minutes and I can't remember did they I don't think they threw you out no and I remember the refs looking at each other like did you have to apologize what what are we gonna do I what do you you'd be surprised how little those refs wanted to even talk to me I think they realized (laughs) like let's let him stay there Let's hope that nothing else happens. You're the first goalie I've ever heard giggle during a fight. <laughs> I uh, I've worked. It, it is ironic that a non-goalie 
comes in, plays that, and ends up, you know, instantly being the psycho. Well, like, you know, it's not, it's bad enough that we have our, you know. I mean, to be fair, it's a lot easier to fight with all that padding on. You know, you got so much of an advantage on it. It was nice to, no, it, it, it's what you said, Biff. It's like some a hole ran into me. Like, like, like it was a pool noodle. Uh, oh. man, it's it's weird I wasn't asked back you know? right. And I've seen you fight with a pool noodle yeah, so well, it's, <laughs> it's dirty man It's yeah. fuck, it, it's ugly yeah. it, it, it is ugly <laughs> um, So so you're not playing Yeah, The one time I played against Bobby Holt Jr I, I did a great job at D I pinched him off at the blue line Have the guy completely tied up Flicks his wrist top corner And I look at the guy who runs the league And I'm like what the fuck am I supposed to do there He goes well the best way to deal with him is get here early and find out what color jerseys he's wearing and put on the same one because that's the only way you can stop that guy. Mm. Yeah, his dad slap shot for sure. <laughs> you know, but yeah, just uh, not 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 a you know as good as his brother from the neck down. <laughs> Literally as good as his brother from the neck down. But uh, but uh, the, the man can't skate at all. I mean, he cannot skate. All he could do was shoot. But, but and you know that was terrifying. But yeah, what I found was that the way that most people played him was just to get out of the way and let him wind up, which right. is why everybody just scattered. Well, not not just that, but they yeah. bailed the zone because, you know, the puck's going high and might come around the boards, and then you get the breakaway right. going the other direction. You know, there's a great story about, you know, Bobby Hull slap shot where the Bruins were, you know, beating, you know, Blackhawks senseless, and... Yep. And Bobby Hull scores into an open net, and Jerry Cheevers is standing 20 feet away in the face-off circle. And the defenseman turned to him and was like, what the fuck? He goes, that thing could have hit me. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're up by a touchdown, and he's like, yeah, there's no fucking point in standing in front of yeah. you can have all You can have three more of those if he wants. I ain't getting in front of that bullshit. Wow. So, uh, so Woody, how can the fee- people find you on the TikToks and, and the Twitter and the MySpace? The MySpace. Um, the MySpace. It's Woody Loves Coffee uh, with an L-U-V-S on the tickety talk and on the Twitter. Um, that's it. I don't really have an Instagram account. I'm, I'm not on the Snappity Chat. Um, so, yeah, just, just Twitter and TikTok. You guys got any last parting uh, shots at Woody, as, as we'll say? Uh, no, but I think uh, you got one more. Uh... Come on. I'm not afraid You'll you'll have one more follower that you kind of know in real life because I'm gonna follow Woody. <laughs> oh, gosh, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm I'm uh, Twitter is the the only real social media that I'm on now. So yeah, I'll give you a follow. And, and, and you know, I'll also post the uh, the Earthlink one that, like I said, there's a couple times like you you've posted stuff. And I'm like. That's really fucking funny. Like more people should see this because, but then again, you have to be in the weeds. You have to know that Earthlink is awful. That first of all, you have to know Earthlink was a thing. Well, yeah, what Earthlink was. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 is. It's nice if you know the background that you know John Travolta single-handedly funded it through his, you know, Scientology money. I'm just making things up. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll get a cease and desist letter. Uh, where do you- most people don't even know there's still an Earthlink. I mean, like I said, if you don't run into a nursing home situation, I, you know, and I, I got, I got to check to make sure that I, cause I know where that building is. It's, it's kind of close to a, well, I, I think, um, Jock would know this area. Um, it's, there's a Trader Joe's in Hastings Ranch area. It's kind of near there. Okay. 
Well, I, no. I think we should all check our, our, our uh, bank account to make sure that we didn't <laughs> accidentally, you know, sign up for that. And, you know, 40 years ago, we're still being built. Yeah. Uh, what do you, you are, you know, Biff, I think they, they share a, they share office space with a linen store. Like in yeah. <laughs> linen store. <laughs> I was saying earth, Earthlink isn't Pasadena. They're, <laughs> no, I mean, like back in the day, they had a building with the, you know, with their logos and everything, right? That the typical stuff. So I, that's why I know where it is because they used to have that logo on the yeah, side I of the building. Yeah, paid for that logo. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Yes, that $200. They really made the most, they rolled it over into yep. Bitcoin 20 years before Bitcoin was the thing. Woody, you are awesome. Thank you so much, Ren, for jumping on. Uh, we, we will bother you to, to do more stuff like this because the more. Other people come on and talk, the less I do. It's a win it's for not, everybody. No, it does. No, no. no. It yeah, it's just more people for you to tell stories oh, to. Yeah. You know, Shaq, I really didn't have a chance. You have both of my email addresses and my 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 phone number. Um, so, yes, you, you were contacting me several times a day. This was really the only way to get it to stop. <laughs> yeah, you had to write him a letter and then send it in the mail. <laughs> I think that's the only way to get Shock to stop talking. Right. <laughs> All right, we're done. That's great. It's been long.